They say this is a big rich town I just come from the poet's part Bright light city life, I gotta make it This is where it goes down I just happen to come up hard Legal or illegal, baby, I gotta make it I never it. took a straight path nowhere Life's full of twists and turns, bumps and bruises. I live, I learn. I'm from that city full of yellow cabs and skyscrapers. It's hard to get a start in these parts without paper. Homie, I grew up in hell. A block away from heaven. That corner ain't 15 minutes and move a seven. Yo, what's up? This is Gary A. Swaby, and you're now listening to the Powercast episode 21. And we will be discussing Power Season 4, episode 10, the finale. And today I'm joined by Mr. Richard Bailey Jr. How you doing, Richard? Doing good, Gary. What's up, listeners? <laughs> yep, good to have you back. And we're also joined by Miss Dana Abercrombie. How you doing, Dana? Dana's awesome. Awesome indeed. So yeah, the finale happened, and um, it was a. Uh, it's a pretty interesting episode. I have a lot of thoughts on it, good and bad. Um, but yeah, you know, I'm not gonna uh, give the, the the recap like usual. It's it's really fresh in our minds, so I'm just gonna get straight to you know the 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 discussion and everything. So the first thing I wanted to touch on with you guys, right, is um, the reactions to Rainer's death. So you know, we know that in episode nine, Rainer was killed, you know, by Ray Ray. And in this episode, you know, um, we see some sort of reaction from Jamie and Tasha at the beginning. But I want to say that to me, the reaction to the death seemed very forced and it didn't seem um, very genuine. Uh, This show has good actors. They've been capable of, you know, having great scenes in the past. But I feel like, you know, maybe they were rushed or something, but I, I didn't get the feeling that they were mourning um the the loss of their child so dana uh what, what's your thoughts on how they reacted initially to Raina's death in this trash. episode trash <laughs> i'm sorry it's just <laughs> i it was so generic and just everything felt so fainy and and fainy i said fainy it felt phony and and phoned in so my issue was just that because they wasn't attached to like their emotions and because they wasn't fully into the scene, I feel I didn't feel that Raina's death was really that important because it was just so terribly orchestrated. I don't I don't, uh I thought in my head that this would be one of those moments where like they come together as a family, right? Or even if they're not fully together right now as a family they would at least come together with some form of understanding that form of support now i understand when you grieve it takes different reactions and people have different responses to it you know you can range from being extremely crying and upset and i wasn't necessarily expecting anyone to be you know crying all over the place or all the way all upset but I did want some form of passion, even if it was extreme anger. And I felt that I didn't even receive that. And I think that this was kind of foreshadowed when Tariq witnessed Raina's dying. 
because even his reaction seemed like meh that I don't know if that was the, the direction of the whole show if that they was going through or if that everything was just even if you have a season that is rushed you at least know what you're supposed to do in that scene to convey some form of, of an emotion and my problem was that there was nothing that was conveyed so because they didn't care I really didn't seem to care at all yeah yeah I can agree with that um, for the most part and there's even like a, a scene where you know I'm paraphrasing a little bit here but you know there was there was a part where Jamie was like you know he was pretty much like oh damn we've lost Raina but now we've got to look after these other kids like you know just kind of dismissing it and like just you know focusing on the other kids like oh okay she's gone so let's focus on these kids that we have left kind of thing you know like it was it was really weird like it was really that's, awkward and that, that- an honest reaction but at the same time that doesn't necessarily come right away you know what i mean when you're grieving the loss of your child and yes you do have other children you're still gonna feel that pain and it may take you a while to even get out of bed to focus on those other children and even if you have that two-parent home when you have that one parent that's just completely you know besides themselves you're gonna have that other parent be like i still have other kids that need to be raised and i understand what you're going through right now so i'm gonna you know be the burden i'm gonna bear the load for you yeah i mean of course that 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 sentiment would come but not not at this moment when it's you know so fresh in their minds when it's just happened you know um and yeah like i i think a lot of the issues are down to you know, I don't want to make this, you know, a debate about, you know, the, the number of episodes again, but I feel like there, there was a lot of time constraints. And I feel like that's why, you know, we, we didn't get a lot of, uh, you know, the, the, the good acting and the grieving and everything. But um, Richard, what's your thoughts on, um, you know, the the reactions to Raina's death in this episode? Well, at this point, I, I pretty much agree with, with everything that you both said. Um, I believe that last week when I was talking about the character, I, I mentioned that I feel as though the character didn't really, you know, didn't really feel like it was an, was an important character. Obviously, the character was important to Tariq's development overall this season. And we saw how he had his back and forth with her. But when it came to the actual death and the reaction, yeah, there was no reaction. So, yeah, to see the parents now have, you know, the way that they portrayed them in the light after this happened, it's like uh, I, I didn't think it was I didn't think it was a good job either. And the thing about it is that, like Dana already said, uh, it is very consistent with the fact that no one really cared too much about the character because you see how the parents react. And it's like, oh, well, it wasn't really. I mean, there was some emotion, I guess you could say, but not really the type of emotion that you think would be underlined. Um, but there is something that does happen later in the episode that when we get into that discussion, which I, I will dive into and give more insight into pretty much how they are doing as parents. But I don't think there was really too many people that cared about the reaction. Now, we did see Tommy, and we know Tommy is uh, someone who likes violence. And as soon as he heard, he was ready to kill the guy immediately. I would say, if I could be very honest, the person who had the most emotion towards the death this whole episode, in my opinion, is Tommy. 
because we when we when he found out about the news, he was the one that was gun hole trying to go after the guy. We saw a ghost, you know. Yeah, they killed the other guy, thinking that he was behind it, part of the gang. But obviously, after that, I didn't see ghosts until at that point when Tariq had already met up with Ray Ray and was ready to shoot him. So I felt, but Tommy, you saw him, you know, he tracked down who who did it, found out who did it. And he actually took more of an initiative by doing that versus Ghost because Ghost was like, well, that wasn't the guy. But Tommy was the one who actually, you know, if Ghost is a, a father that cares, he would be trying harder to find out who killed my daughter. But he just says after he found out it wasn't the guy in the gang, it's like, I didn't see him anymore for the episode. I'm like, that didn't make any kind of sense. But, um, yeah, Tommy definitely showed a lot more emotion wanting to get the guys. So I think he definitely deserves more of that praise versus the actual parents themselves. Yeah, I'll I'll even go one further and say that, you know, I agree with you. Tommy showed, you know, more, um, you know, genuine morning for Reyna and I also think that um Angela's reaction was more convincing as well like the way she reacted when you know she heard about um Reyna being killed um you know I, I found you know, that scene to be more convincing than than Jamie's emotion and you know um the Amari um, he's a good actor but like I, I don't know what happened in this episode like he just it wasn't convincing at all like I didn't feel like he was actually upset about his daughter's death but um speaking of Angela so you know she learns about you know uh, Raina being killed and everything and you know she goes into detective mode and you know she even pulls up on Ray Ray at one point and you know so what do you guys think is going to be Angela's role moving forward now because now we also have this witness being introduced by Sax, you know, and everything. So, like, what what do you think Angela's role is going to be in this whole thing moving forward? Because, you know, now they have a crime. Like, we know what happens later on. They have a crime scene and everything like that. So, what's Angela's role going to be, do you think? Um, go ahead, Dana. Oh, um, I'm going to say what I said before. This is going to be her road to redemption. This is going to be her... I apologize for everything that I've done, even though it doesn't change anything in the in the past or probably in the future. But at least for the moment, I can have a clear conscience. So I think that her role moving on is going to be probably something of great importance. And while she I don't know how they plan on, you know, filming it and how she'll be seen, you know, in the episodes coming. But I see her in the background from always having that eye on Ghost to make sure that everything kind of is okay. And her being so involved with the with um, Raina's death, I even felt that I got more of a motherly response from her than I did from Tasha. Yeah. So I, I see her being a pivotal role as like, you know, one of those, I'm always looking out for you. I'm gonna look over you. I'm gonna be right there over your shoulder. Making sure everything is okay. I see her as in that role. Yep. So, Rich, is this Angela's road to redemption? I think that's a good way to look at it. Uh, uh, but I also think um, that Angela is going to be very conflicted uh, moving forward now because, uh, well, you got the situation obviously with Jamie and the witness 
we will see what happens with that next season. But you also have the, situ- the situation with Tasha because Tasha actually came to her to find out who is this guy, where's Tariq's phone. And lo and behold, when they find out later that the guy was killed, yeah, you know that they, you know that, that there was a bullet fired. And obviously that bullet can be traced back to Tasha's gun, which Tariq used. So I think uh, Angela's going to be in a very complicated situation once again having to go after the St. Patrick's this time, Tasha and Jamie. Um, and yeah, she will be, she will have some redemption as, as Dana said, but I also think it goes back to what Jamie said in the last episode when he made that comment about, you know, Hey, it looks like, uh, I was able to help you get to where you were at and you helped me also. So once again, this is a situation where he is going to help her, you know, become even better at her job because eventually she's going to try to take him down and Tasha and maybe successful. So it's very ironic, but uh, I think that's why that line was put in there in the first place, just to remind people that yes, these two are all forever tied together. And because of one is on the good side of the law and the other one's on the bad side, it means that they're always going to cross paths because of their past. So We'll see what happens. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm very curious to see what they do with Angela's character now. But it's going to be a lot of conflicts with the with the St. Patrick's. And she's going to have to make some decisions, some very tough decisions, I think, next season if she wants to pursue taking down either one of them. But, but call me crazy, but I don't think that she's going to end up going after Tasha. I don't. I see her as probably protecting her. That's possible, yeah, because yeah, she she also did have a relationship with Reina, um, yeah. so that is a very good point. She very well could be could could protect her. Uh, of course, th- this may be a situation like it was with this season, where there were people that were on her team that wanted to take St. Patrick down, uh, and then when she found out what well, he's innocent, she wanted to fight against that. So I- I'm curious to see how they're going to present this dynamic now because. Tasha is preparing for the worst. Why she has Terry now as a lawyer instead of a lover. But we'll get into that later because I think there's going to be some conflicts with that also. Um, but we'll see what happens. I mean, it's, it's but yeah, you, you make a good point. She may want to protect her. Uh, but in, in the case of Ghost, it's going to be very hard with that witness saying, oh, this is what he did. I, I mean, it's just we have to see how they handle that. But it's, it's going to be very interesting for next season. Yeah, it's very interesting they brought back that uh that character, that witness from from like the first season. Um cuz I almost I, I kind of forgot. I had to go back and like, you know, see who that was and stuff. So it's interesting that after all that time they bring that back. And I feel like there's a lot of things that happened in this season, season 4 that's going to come back, you know, in the future because Tommy caught some bodies in this season, like, you know, like he was killing people left and right. So I think a lot of stuff is going to come back um, later on in the show. But, um, yeah, getting back to what happened in this episode, though. So, you know, on the road to vengeance, um, you know, to to avenge Raina's death, we see Tommy and Jamie um, go to the, the Toro Loco spot and, you know, they kill everyone there. Um, and... Of course, you know, they get the guy to confess that he killed Julio, um, on Dre's orders and everything, but he says that he had no parts of killing, you know, um, Jamie's daughter. And then Jamie still kills him and everything. Um, so at that point, they know that, you know, 
they got it wrong and somebody else is responsible for Raina's death. Um, and then, you know, um, like you said, Rich, Tommy's the one that does a lot of the legwork to find out what's going on. Um, and he, obviously he gets, you know, he gets assisted by Kanan who calls him and lets him know about, you know, Ray Ray and everything. And then, you know, he goes to see Destiny and, you know, he learns a lot more information that way as well. And then later on in the show, we see Tariq, you know, go out and, and, you know, he kind of wants to fix his mistake because, you know, he caused all of this. And, you know, he goes to Dre to get information. And then somehow everybody ends up at, you know, Ray Ray's place. And then, you know, Tariq is the one to take out Ray Ray. So, what I want to ask you guys is, did you expect Dre to be the one to kill Ray Ray? And what do you, what do you feel about, you know, Dre being the one to actually get the kill here? Um, go ahead, uh, Dana. No, I didn't. I didn't like the fact that he did it at all. I think it cheated the audience. The audience wanted the satisfaction of having Jamie do it. Or even at the end of the day, maybe Tariq doing it. But I think that it completely robbed the audience. It came completely unexpected. Wait, Tariq or Tommy? I'm sorry, Tommy. Wait, what? Wait a second, Gary. Wait, hold on a second, Gary. You said Dre. Dre did the kill when it was Tariq. So that's why she was confused. Oh, my bad. (laughs) Yes, continue. I meant Tariq. Tariq and Dre are two different of the people. No. I felt that, well... I like the fact that he like I've, I've felt I like the fact that he killed him, but I I just think that all of a sudden that it took a death of his sister for him to act big and hard. But I would like to see how this is going in the next season. If this will change him, because you know once you start once you kill someone, it changes you. So I would like to to find out how how much it'll end up changing him. But on maybe a positive, I hate to say this is a positive note, I think this brings him one step closer to being Ghost. Little Ghost Jr. <laughs> do, you, do you think that's where they're going with it? You know, making the next Ghost? I think being Ghost Jr. You know, in, in power could just be, end up being how, you know, the, the, the changing of the guards, the changing of, the, of, the, of everything would be the sun now. So yeah, I think we have to start paying attention to Dre, not Dre, to and seeing what what happens. It could be interesting, but at the end of the day, I, I mean, it was the satisfaction that we needed, but it just wasn't. Everything was just so meh. It was just performed so meh. So, yeah, we'll just have to wait to see. But I was somewhat satisfied. Yeah, and. What kind of bugged me a little as well is that the actual death happened off screen. Like we didn't actually see, you know, when he shot him. Like we just saw, you know, Ray Ray was laid out on the floor. Um, Rich, what, what did you think of Tariq getting the kill on Ray Ray? Well, first and foremost, let me just say you took the words right out of my mouth. The fact that we didn't see the kill happen and we've seen so many people get killed up close this season. That leads me to believe that, yeah, you know, to Dana's point, you know, we, we could be beginning to see the the start of Ghost Jr. But I think that Tariq is going to struggle with that because the, because of the fact that they showed it off off camera. 
and you saw that he has he, that he was very hesitant to do the kill when Ray Ray called him out and said that he wasn't going to do it. So I think that you know he's definitely going to have some struggles moving forward uh, dealing with the aftermath of everything that took place. Um, I will say this: uh, I don't really like how they handled the character this season because a lot of people did say they want the character to die, and because he he caused so many issues, you know, you caused your sister to get killed. So many things. The other, in, the other innocent lady that got robbed, they tried to rape, and then she got shot in the head. So the character definitely, I don't like the way he was handled this season. Um, I, I did find it funny because I did read an interview that um, that Courtney Kemp had, uh, and she was basically saying that she was surprised by the reaction that the character got all season long, why people did like, they, oh, I want this character to die. And she reminded people again, he is an adolescent, so obviously he's going through this stuff, which, again, I believe Dana also made the same point. Yes, he is an adolescent, but, uh, you know, I I just think some of the decisions he made were very ridiculous and very, very ruthless and reckless. So I'll be very curious to see what happens next season, how he is handled as a response of the reaction, because a lot of people still don't like the character. But I will say that the fact that he got the kill, I wasn't satisfied with that either. Yes, he took responsibility for the fact that he got his sister killed, which is great. But yeah, we didn't see it. We didn't see him actually do the kill, as you said, Gary. Um, and I just felt like at the end of the day, it's just like, I guess he got a little bit of redemption, but it would have been better to see someone else take him out. But I guess they just did what they had to do. Um, but again, I guess the whole story next season is going to be with that character, how does he deal with the aftermath of everything and uh, whether or not he is a true ghost or not? Because again, the fact that he was hesitant to do the kill in that little bit of footage that they did show shows you, okay, well, he's not a hundred percent sure yet who he is. So we'll see where they go from here. Can I interject <laughs> something, please? Um, yes. Tariq at the end of the day isn't a sociopath which, you know, generally are the traits of people who enjoy killing and can actually man up and kill someone. So I wasn't too bothered with the fact that he was hesitant, nor was I bothered about the fact that it wasn't on screen. I think that it reflected the, the, the shift and the change in the, in the doubt that he had when it came to killing somebody. And so he did it off screen by making it a very personal decision. This wasn't just some random kill because, you know, I joined a gang and this is my street order. Or, you know, this guy said something mean to me in the hallway. It was his, this guy, Ray Ray, took his sister away from him. And yes, throughout the season, we did see them fight. And we all wanted for his behind to be beaten. Yes, at the end of the day, he still deserves a butt whooping. But that was a relationship that those two shared. And it was a bond that was very personal between those two, even if they wasn't close at that moment. So I didn't exactly mind that it was off screen. And I don't mind the fact that he's hesitant. Because, you know, he is a regular kid, not a sociopath. So I like that decision. Yeah, um, even like that there's still a few things that irk me about um this scene. Like, I think there's a few logic flaws in this scene. Because, um, you know, you have um, obviously... Tariq kills Ray Ray and then you know Jamie and Tommy turn up and they start you know clean like cleaning up the body getting rid of the body and everything 
and we hear sirens so we assume that they don't have time to clean up the blood that you know the police later finds there and um obviously the the bullet you know that went through into the wall and everything they don't have time to to get rid of all that stuff because the they're we're already hearing sirens but what the hell did they do with that body in the rug when there were sirens already you know you could already hear the sirens in the neighborhood pretty much so like how could they have hit that body when police was basically like right around the corner it sounded like and also angela knew exactly what was going down um and you know okay so you can make the argument that you know she cares about jamie and she cares about reyna so maybe she just you know she she turned the other cheek she didn't you know do anything she didn't try to interject or anything but she just got promoted and this is you know having knowledge of this murder about to take place potentially like that this is something that can really come back to haunt her um so i don't know if she acted in the right way um you know knowing that something like this was going down um so yeah there's a few uh logical things you know regarding this this scene that um doesn't completely sit right with me but uh, go ahead rich no i i agree with the point you made one thing i also wanted to say very quickly and and, uh, and uh, obviously we will talk about i'm sure tasha but i just want to say this um for the parents i i have to say ghost and tasha they they have to be some of the most horrible parents on this on this planet because even once they knew that Tariq was lying, you know, it, it, in, in that moment, in that reaction, there was never any, no conversations, nothing. Um, and, and once they saw him at this, at the scene, he killed, obviously in the moment with the shock and everything, it's fine, but there was never any discussion about, well, you lied to us. Why did you, why didn't, why, why weren't you honest with us? You know, the parents should yeah. be able to have these conversations with the kid because I know in real life, if that was me, and I was caught in, in, in a lie. Oh, you best believe my parents would have, you know, they would have had me by the neck. Talking about, what are you doing here? You know, yes, you, you're okay. You're okay, fine. Yeah, okay, I'm okay. Then I would get my ass whooped right after that. So <laughs> I don't understand what the parenting, the way that they portray that in the show. It's not really, it doesn't put them in light as, as good parents at all. You know, you let your kids run off and do whatever because you have one guy who's thinking about, well, I, I really like this other chick over here. I want to smash that chick. That's all I want to do. Then you have the other, the, the wife who is also off in her own world doing her own thing. So I don't like how they portray the parents. It's, it's bad parenting. Um, but uh, yeah, in, in this season, they did no parenting whatsoever. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, that's all I was going to say. Yeah, she now she did give him good. She did give Tariq good advice at the end after the kill. I want you to clean up. I want you to do this. So yeah, that that was good advice right there. But uh, man, I, I just I don't, I don't really like that. But uh, again, but doesn't it's more satisfying that it was Tariq who did the killing and not say Jamie? Uh, I don't. Uh, I, I, I I would have wanted Jamie to do it to be honest. But that's not the father. So it's like all of a sudden you want to kill the guy who killed your son, but meanwhile you could have prevented. I mean, your daughter, but meanwhile you could have prevented this entire thing if you would just been a father to your kids and been present. Yeah, yeah. Well, I again, I I think uh, the way that they have portrayed Tariq all season, and the fact that there are a lot of people that don't like the character, um, 
I, I, I know that this kill was done to try and redeem the character to make people be like, okay, yeah, so he made up for what he did wrong. I still I still have issues with the character, though. Uh, I'm pretty sure a lot of people still have issues with the character after this episode. But yeah, glad that he redeemed his uh, sister's death. But again, we'll see how they what happens with him next season because he's going to have to go through some more changes now. And I really do believe, as I said already, that that death was put in there. As you said, Dana, yes, it was a personal death, but I feel that that death was put in there and not shown because they want you to think about well, what's going to happen to this character next season. Is he going to, to become Ghost or is he going to just get back to becoming normal? Um, but I think after you're involved with something like that, there's no way you can ever become normal again. Um, unless, of course, you like to do that stuff like Tommy and you just like to kill people and then go out and party and so on and so forth the next day. You know, I don't know. But, Tommy's a sociopath. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes, he is. So we'll see. But yeah, that, that's going to be his story next season. What happens to this character? Is he Ghost Jr. or is he not? That's that's the question mark that they want to leave people guessing in terms of what how they handle him next season. So we'll see what happens with that. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Um. So yeah, I mean, of course, you know, we, we're going to get to what happens uh, towards the end of the show with, you know, the, the team up and everything. But before we get there, we have to talk about Dre. Now, um, there's, you know, Dre is, he's, he's definitely an interesting character in the show right now. Um, and, you know, now he's in that position of power. Um there's still a few questions to be raised about his character, but we do see him make a bold move in this episode where he kills, um, I believe, is his name Callahan, the, the father? Um, yeah, I the, believe it's that. The dude. Yeah, Callahan. So, uh, yeah, Callahan, you know, he learns from Tommy that, you know, uh, Dre had Julio killed and everything. And then, you know, um, Callahan was actually a fool too. Like, I'm not gonna lie, he was an idiot for like, you know, going to to Dre and like saying all that stuff to him, like about him killing Julio and stuff. But you know, Dre makes the bold move of killing him right there on the bench. You know, stabbing him and everything. Um, so, it, you know, is this the moment where we see Dre become truly aggressive and you know? Come, come into himself a little bit as the dominant force now in the drug game. Uh, what do you think, Rich? Yeah, well, I, I think this whole season has been about building up Dre. You know, at, at the end of last season, you saw him take over the club for Jamie um, and, you know, try to strengthen those relationships that Jamie had already established well, with, with the Bassets, so on and so forth. So this season, you know, and, and it's, it's funny because you thought at the end of the season, well, this well, Dre is obviously somebody is still in, in Jamie's corner, still out to, to, to help him out and was appreciative of the fact that he let him run that club. But as this season started to, to happen and you saw over the episodes that he was slowly building up to, to really become, you know, he came into himself, became arrogant, says, you know, I have all this power. I can do all this other stuff. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be the biggest drug dealer in New York City. That's what he said that he wanted to be. Now, while we can say the character took a bold move in this episode, I'm going to go back to a couple episodes before that. When he told Cristobal about, yes, it doesn't really matter. People, you know, 
people will will definitely un- underestimate you, and that is when you got to make a move. And the thing about it is that for him to develop trust with this guy who he doesn't really all know all that much about, I feel like that's going to come back and get him in the end. Because that guy, Cristobal, is, has a deeper relationship with the Total Locals and with, the, with everybody else. So I, I feel like because he has a deeper relationship, once they let Dre do what he does, establish the connections, they can easily cut him out of the picture. Now, obviously, they need him now because of what's going on or what the team up that we're going to talk about in a little while. But I just feel like Dre, you know, I felt like he had a deeper bond with with James in particular. And for him to turn his back on him now, that uh, is going to be a mistake that he will regret in the end uh, because it's, it was really a smart decision. But, yeah, this whole season, he made a lot of bold moves. I think the move with Julio it was the boldest move. Now I'm not saying that the move he did in this episode wasn't impactful. It was, but the boat would, but the move with Julio, I think that definitely lets you know, okay, this character is out for himself. And he will do whatever he has to do to get ahead. So um, with that decision, uh, it's it's ridiculous, but it's also very very foolish the way that they portray the fact that Tommy let this stuff happen. Just you know, you kill, see that this guy is dead, and you just just promote him immediately without asking any any questions. I thought that was a little ridiculous because Tommy is supposed to be smarter than that. Um, but again, the way they handled Dre this season, they made him an enemy. I do give them credit for taking that direction because I think everyone believed that at the end, Kanan would be the enemy and you would have a final showdown. But I do have criticism about, criticisms about that also, which I'll get into a little bit later. But again, the fact they took this direction, they have a big, big vision for Dre. I appreciate that, but we'll see what happens next season uh, with how they handle the character. But um, yeah, this uh, this character is a new enemy, so I don't know what to say, man. I know Dana, Dana has been wanting this to happen, so I'm pretty sure she's happy about this. Um, <laughs> but oh we'll yeah, see. Dana, you you want to yeah. let us know how happy you are? <laughs> yeah. I'm so happy! Yeah, yeah. No, honestly, I am happy. <laughs> you guys already know how much I love Dre. You guys already know how much I was like screaming this is going to happen from day one. So for this to actually happen and come to the fruitation, this is the only reason why I haven't completely written off this show and why I'll still watch is because of Dre. And I've said this. I said, if you look at the very beginning, the first episode Dre was the one just being quiet. He was observing. He wasn't saying nothing. They let him do things, you know, because he was that quiet one. He was always loyal. He was faithful. And I said, you never trust the ones that's always faithful. And then, you know, I'm just, I'm so happy for this. I look forward to this. I hope he ends up just running everything. So, yes, this to me is his breakout moment I think season 5 is going to be all about Dre and screw everyone else and this is the only reason to continue to watch so I am so happy and and you know it, it, even if it causes the super friends to team up again I'm cool with that okay so yeah th- there's more to be said about Dre right but um we we have to address you know the super friends the avengers you know the, the fast and furious crew we have to ad- address what happened with this team up 
So, throughout the episode, you know, we see Kanan, you know, well, first we see Kanan pull up on Tommy and, you know, he, uh, he's asking him why he tried to send goons to kill him or whatever. And then, you know, Tommy lets him know, you know, Kanan, you're, you're not the enemy. Um, you know, you helped save Tariq and everything. These guys have a tattoo that means they're with Cristobal. And, you know, Kanan's like, who's Cristobal? And yada, 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 right? And then, yeah, later on, we see Kanan, you know, he hits Tommy with information about Ray Ray and everything. And then, um, at the end, you know, towards the end, um, after, you know, Ray Ray's dead and Tommy and Jamie begin to shift their focus to Dre because now they have new information regarding Dre and what he's been doing. All of a sudden, you know, we see Jamie get a call um, and it, well, it was assumed at the time it was Kanan. Um, the call actually goes through to Tommy and Tommy passes it to Jamie. And um, yeah, then at the end of the episode, we see them in a car where, you know, Dre's meeting up with, you know, all the big power players at the time, you know, the, uh, the I forget the name of the, the, the brother and sister, um, Jimenez, I think. And, you know, all the other big players in the drug game, right? They're having a meeting and, you know, we see Jamie, Tommy and Kanan sitting in the car outside, scoping out the spot. And, you know, they're all so comfortable. You know, Jamie's so comfortable with the situation that he's even referring to Kanan as as a nickname. Like he calls him K, you know, it's like it was like a prequel or something like back in the old days or something like that. Like how comfortable they were. Um, which is really weird to see, you know, judging b- like by what's happened in the past between these characters. Um, so yeah, definitely a bit, a, a bit weird to see happen. And, uh, my thing is, I think there needed to be a bit more build up to this, you know, to make it convincing. Cause I, I feel like it happened too quickly. I think we needed another scene between, you know, Jane, Jamie and Kanan. Before they could pull this off convincingly, because um, it just seemed too put together and too rushed for me. But Dana, I know you had a lot to say, you know, about um, this particular scene at the end. So, what's your thoughts? I hated it, that thing. It looked like some really bad Avengers. Oh God, I couldn't stand those two, dude. Those three teaming up. Um. Uh, um. Okay, I think, as you was previously saying, I think everything was was, was rushed. Um, even when they did the whole scene where Kanan's like, find, when he hears Dre's name, and he starts figuring out that, that Dre knew that he was coming back, everything about it just didn't make any... It made sense, but it was just so terribly played. It was so terribly corny. So, um, my issue is that I don't know if they're, I hope not, but I think that this, they're trying to do for next season, they're going to jump into what happened between Ghost and Kanan for them to even have a falling out. I feel like they're going to have one of those scenes where it's going to be those montages of, you know, we were best friends before, you know, hanging out and looking at the girls and I don't know, going to school and holding hands or whatever it is that they did and they had some major falling out. And it's going to lead to some form of reminiscing and and they're going to be friends again. I don't understand what's going on with these two at all. I'm very confused. 
I don't understand the purpose for for Kanan even to be in that scene. So I just, you guys already know how much I hate this so much. But you know, I don't know if they're trying to say it takes three people to try to kill Dre, and then they still can't do it. So I'm not looking forward to this at all. Yeah, what what you said is another issue I have, right? Like the three of them, you know, te- like teaming up to take out Dre, because we've seen that Dre is easy to run up on. Like Kanan has run up on him multiple times in the past. We see Tariq run up on Dre. Like Tariq, of all people, is able to run up on Dre with a gun. Like he could have legit killed Dre, but yet, you know, the three of them are teaming up and making this seem like some um some crazy covert operation or something like that to take out dre like it it just seems really really weird to me um it's but it doesn't seem like there's any direction with the show yeah i i don't know rich what would you think okay so i agree with a lot of what has already been said i think that the fact that you had Kanan appear in the episode before this, as you know, they, they you know, of course, uh, the people tried to kill him and they were unsuccessful. But then, of course, you had him just all of a sudden team up with these guys in the next episode. It, it, it didn't really make too much sense. Um, what, it, what the point you just made, Gary, about the fact that it, you know anybody could easily run up on Dre is a very good point. Uh, at that particular moment, they just saw he was with the others, so they said, "Oh, well, we're not going to try to do nothing." But still. Yeah, it's it's just, it's just a little ridiculous. Um, here, 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 here's here, here's the situation. When you made the point about them rushing through this season, I think that that particular thing. While let's go back to the episode where you know we had Kanan kill Jukebox. That and the whole fact that he made up with James that quick happened all too fast. Now I know I said last week that they were building up this whole thing with. Um, Obviously, Kanan started to think about Tariq and didn't want to to really have him go down that, that that bad path. You know, he had second thoughts about that whole decision, and obviously, he saved them in the end, which was important. But uh, again, the beef that he had with Jamie, um, not really something that uh, can just get squashed that easily. I mean, Kanan was in jail for I think about ten years, so it's very fast to just forgive someone that quick. Like, oh yeah, man, we good now. I, I think, uh, and I honestly think that with the way that Kanan's character is built, um, even though that this is it, it, that there's a team up now, I, there's not there's I don't think that's going to be guaranteed to stay that way forever. One thing you have yeah. to remember, one thing you have to know is that Kanan will do whatever, and I think that the motives of the people involved uh, is something you have to think about. Now, obviously, Jamie doesn't really care about the drug game anymore. But Tommy still does, I would, I think, to some extent, and I, and Kanan does. So even after they are successful taking out Dre, what's to say that they don't, they won't go at each other? Um, and I think that that is again something that they have set up for you to think about next season. Now, one, now all of that is on the negative side. The only one reason why I'm okay with the team up for now is because it ties together the whole story of Tommy and his mob family. Because again, you had you saw he had that line about yes. So, who who wants Italian? 
So that will bring the whole mob thing into this thing now, which is something you said before, Gary, that the mob was going to get involved with the drug game. So now that will have these characters come into the fold. And I think when you have the mob on your side, well, they are they, definitely Dre is a dead man walking. There's no doubt about that. I mean, all of those people are. Um, but I just think that, that that's the only, really, only real positive is that it, it explains why the mob was introduced because I know that Dana said before, and a lot of people agree, I think we all agree that there were too many storylines going on this whole season so that, that you had to keep up with. So now that they've tied and connected that mob storyline with this storyline, I'm fine with that. But again, not necessarily a fan of how the team up happened so fast with these three. Tommy and Ghost, they are ride or die boys. They will always have each other's back. But to throw Kanan in there, that's a wild card. And you know that that character is not going to stay positive for long. We know that. So... That right there was my biggest issue. Tommy and Jamie are like thick as thieves, and all of a sudden you're having this threesome. Why? Yes. <laughs> like, even I understand that, even if you can say that Jamie right now is really not, you know, mentally stable because of everything that's going on, or even back then when they first started doing the team up, he was in his feelings. You at least have Tommy who's going to be there to be like, you know, something's not right. I don't trust this guy. Why are you doing this? What's really going on? It just doesn't make any sense for all three of them to even be together. And I understand if it's like Kanan and, and Jamie, fine, you know. But to have Tommy there and Tommy's the crazy one and he's not even questioning anything? I, I, don't, I don't get it. And even if you're going to have some big type of thing where it's going to be Kanan the one that's setting these guys up. Like, whenever they was in the elevator together, I'm not going to lie. I expected there to be a gunfight. I just expected, you know, him just to snap and start killing everybody. And that didn't happen. And I just feel like, one, it doesn't make any sense. And two, you're kind of cheating the audience. Because I can't be the only person that's all for, that's against this, you know, super team. It just does not make any sense. You're supposed to be my lifelong enemy. You know, you went to jail. Ten years is a lot of, of time to go to jail. You know, I'm sitting in prison. I'm going to think about you. I'm not going to exact, you know, no one came out being some type of born-again Christian. I forgive you, my brother. And let's go have a sandwich. So, <laughs> this just it doesn't seem like to be any explanation for this at all, of whatsoever. You kidnapped the dude's son. You know what I mean? To turn him against you. And then all of a sudden, you're like, no, let's all be friends. And, you know, let's drive in this car together. Well, he was in the car. Remember when he was in the car? Like, why? Who does that? And no one died. I was like, oh, it's going to go down. Someone's getting shot in the head tonight. Nope. Nothing. So it's just it's stupid to me. Hey, I I agree. And let me just make one one real quick uh, point, Gary, before you go on. Um, everything you said, spot on, Dana. And and I and I'll add one other thing, and, and that is that um, if I was to be a writer for next season and how I can change this whole dynamic, as I said, because Kanan is a wild card. Think about the fact that Tommy is still riding around in the same car that they bugged already earlier this season. So when it comes yep. to when it comes to a point when the police actually do catch up with him, well, Kanan could easily throw them under the bus and say, oh, yeah, I'm not involved in any of this. These guys are the ones you want. And that could be how he gets his payback on Ghost for the time he had to do for him last time, where he will take both of them down. So, I, I mean, just think about that also, because 
they left that in there for a reason and they didn't really come back to it i'm guessing they can always come back to it the same way they brought this other lady back from season one as a witness all of a sudden in season four so i think that that definitely when things get like so they are a team for now but when things get too hot and heavy and the police get involved I'm pretty sure that Kanan will try to distance himself, distance himself from them and maybe even work with the police to make sure that they, that they, they, both of those guys go down. So that would be my guess as to how the writers are going to try to write in this thing that, well, yeah, Kanan does have another motive because we already know that Kanan, all, all he cares about is the money, the connection. So when he kills Dre, that's what he wants. He wants to run the drug game. Tommy still wants to run the drug game also because he has the people that he's working with, but it's going to be very interesting to see how they handle that. But if I was to be a writer and if I was to craft the storyline for season five, I would definitely have it where Kanan does turn on them eventually because that is true to the character. There's no way he can just forget about everything that happened, going through jail and all this other stuff, and then still not want to get these guys back in the end. Even though Jamie may not even want to be in the drug game, he could still try to find ways to take this guy down if the police get involved in what they're doing. So we'll see how they do that. Yeah, yeah, I could definitely see Kanan turning again, and I do want to say that I'm not like 100% opposed or against this team up thing happening. I just don't like the delivery of it. Like, I think you know it could have been delivered a lot better, and I think it needed uh, more time for, for for there to be a build up of it. Um, but yeah, good points all across the board um, on that. I think. So, before we get on to, you know, what we think is going to happen, um, you know, moving on from here, um, I do want to talk about Tasha quickly because, you know, we, we got a couple scenes of Tasha with, uh, you know, Terry, Terry the lawyer and everything. And, um, of course, after Tariq kills Ray Ray, she uh, visits him again. And we know that, you know, Dre killed Ray Ray with her weapon, her firearm. And everything. So she goes to see Terry Silver. She says, you know, she, she seeks his, his advice about, you know, what would happen hypothetically if, you know, somebody went to confront the murderer and, you know, then they ended up, you know, killing the person and everything like that. And Terry assumes it was Jamie that did it. And she says, nope, it was me. And, you know, Terry's like, I can either be your lover or your lawyer. And Tasha hands him a check. So, Dana, where do you see that going moving forward? I think right now she needs a lawyer more than a lover. Um, everything seems to be just completely discombobulated right now. And she's in her feelings. And then, you know, everything is just a complete mess. So I do see this relationship ending. And by her handing him over the money, I think, you know, that this is her pretty finally getting her priorities straight so I kind of like this happening with her um, I, I think that right now for some strange reason she seems to be more in tune which it would have been appreciative during the entire season but she seems to be more in tune um, even going back to when she knew that Tariq was lying about everything um she was the only. She was the remember. She was the only one who knew that he was actually lying, and that it was kind of like this weird mother's intuition. I do feel that maybe right now everything is just a little too late. 
you know, the damage has already been done. And no matter how much you try to redeem yourself and, and you know, fix everything, I think that it just might be too late for it. I do see her character. Um, I, don't, I see her character maybe more of herself further pushing herself away from Ghost. Uh, remember the whole thing when she started like yelling at him when she was like she blamed it on ghosts and she was like you know we're supposed to be going clean and you said you was going clean <coughs> but I'm <coughs> sorry <coughs> I think that she it's it's really hard to see I think that she does want everything to you know be one of those normal clean families but I don't think that it's something that can be accomplished right away so maybe that this is her come to Jesus moment where she has to start making moves that are best for her family, which she already done, which was reflective by handing him the money. So I do see her probably, you know, becoming a better person because of this. Okay. So rich, you know, her handing over the money. Um, and you know, with everything that she said to Terry, it seems like she is willing to take the heat for what Tariq did so what do you think's gonna happen you know moving forward with Tasha Terry and you know with you know the the murder is she gonna you know be is she gonna get taken to prison because of Tariq's murder do you think is she gonna turn herself in like what do you see happening with that okay well let me just start off by saying this um is it even possible to fall in love with somebody that fast? It's like Terry's like, you know, I just met you a couple episodes ago, but you know, I think you're the one. Um, I was a little <laughs> confused. I was a little confused with that. I was like, wow, really? I don't know what kind of, you know, I, I don't know if that's realistic. If there are people that do leave a comment on this episode, let me know if it's possible to fall in love with someone that fast because I've never seen that before in my life. Uh, so to go back to what you're saying though, I made a comment earlier about um, that. Yes, I feel like this whole season, both uh, both uh, Ghost and Tasha have been horrible parents. When she made that decision to try and take the heat for Tariq, I felt as though that was her owning up to the fact that she's done a horrible job, uh, and that she is willing to take the heat for him. I thought that was good. The character definitely can be redeemed next season. But as for the whole thing about Terry saying, well, I can only be your, your lawyer or your lover, I feel like he's going to cross that line. And I have to say this. We all are grown folks here. We all know that with this show in power, it's always sex, violence, and stuff in it. Next season, they're going to have sex in the season, obviously. So I'm pretty sure that, yes, they, they can work together professionally as a client and lawyer. And, and have some success with that. But I feel like Terry is going to have some struggles. Uh, with, you know, talking about what he, he, oh, I can't sleep with you. I'm pretty sure that rule will be broken next season because stars always show sex. You have attractive people starring in the show. Obviously, they're going to have that. So we'll see how that goes. I don't buy that whole thing about him saying, oh, I can only be a lawyer. I'm pretty sure that rule will get broken. But as for everything else, Again, I'm glad that Tasha's character is being redeemed because, again, this whole season, 
you know, even more so. And in, 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 in when things were very serious with the family, the fact that James is in jail and you have your kids to worry about, I didn't feel as though she's really, she tried to keep things together to some extent, but I didn't feel as though she did a good job with any of that stuff. And then when she decided to take responsibility for the fact, because again, she thought maybe Tariq was hanging out with Kanan and didn't really do nothing about it. Didn't really try and, and really fix that situation. And, and then it got to the point where it was at. So I'm glad to see her taking responsibility for that, trying to be a better mother. Um, but again, we'll see what happens with that. And then, of course, that coupled with the fact that now Tariq is someone where you have to question, well, what is he going to do next season? You know, so he, even though his mom takes a rap for him, how is he going to respond to that? Is is her trying to save him going to put him on a positive path or is he still going to go down a bad path and do the stuff that he does? All of these questions that you have to ask next season make it very interesting. So um, we'll have to see what happens. But I think she's going to be on a bit of a redemption path now trying to make make things right as far as the family is concerned and the kids because I don't really know which she's gonna. I don't really think she's worried about ghosts at the moment. It's about making sure Tariq doesn't suffer. I have to go through anything. So we'll see what happens. I don't even see see her taking the fall for the whole. I mean, I see her wanting to, but I don't even see that playing out because of Angela. Oh yeah, because yeah, you said earlier Angela I'm will just, try to protect her. Yeah, so I don't even. To me, that that wasn't even like what crossed my mind because I'm so focused. On the fact that Angela is like, you know, Captain Savaho right now. So, <laughs> well, okay, well, well, I'll go ahead. Well, you go first. Just a quick question, though. Is it not possible for John Mock to get himself on another team and then go up against Angela? Because I feel like that whole dynamic now, that can, that can, I feel like that can go in that direction where he could become an enemy towards her because of the fact that he messed, she messed up his. The whole thing he with the case he was building against Jamie this season. Um, if that happens well, then it's gonna be very interesting. Yeah, like what yeah, I, I see th- happening, like I I oh go ahead. Oh no, I was just gonna say that I can see that, but I don't know. Something with Angela. If you really want something done, you can get it done. And it's not like, you know, she's above tampering any type of evidence. Mm-hmm. That's true. Now, I, I think, like, I could actually see Tasha going away for at least a few episodes. Like, I feel like she will confess to the murder, right? And that will, you know, um, that will put the case on, a, on you know, it will, it will halt that case for a little while, while Jamie and Tommy and, you know, they're doing their dirt and everything, right? And that's going to allow for some scenes of Tariq being reckless because, you know, the home's going to be broken with no mother. Um, and Jamie is probably crazy enough to leave the little girl there alone with Tariq and stuff like that. So we're probably going to get see, we're probably going to see a lot of chaos within the house, um, when Tasha's away, right? And while she's away, locked up or whatever, I could see Terry you know, being, you know, distraught and in tears and everything and wanting to get her out. And I I feel like he'll try to secure evidence that suggests that, you know, Tasha did not do it. And, um, you know, he'll bring that to somebody to where it's, 
you know, she, there's no way that she can stay in jail because now they have evidence that suggests that she didn't do the murder. So I, I can see a scenario like that possibly happening where, you know, Tasha is trying to protect her family and everything and she doesn't want Tariq to be found out. So she'll take the heat. Um, but I don't think that will happen for too long, though. Like, I think that will probably be a really brief thing that might happen. Um, but I, I could see it as a scenario, though. Good point. Very good point. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, any more thoughts on Tasha before uh, we move on to my final question for you guys? Yeah, I just think that, you know, everything right now is... Tasha's going to probably react with emotion instead of with her head. So I do see your scenario playing out. Um, but uh, I don't really see her being this, you know, great parent at the end of the day. Yeah. Yeah, who knows at this point? Um, it's hard to guess. But yeah, so... Why, you know, really wanted to ask you guys to end this off is, um, so what, what is going to happen in season five? Like, you know, we have all the facts now, you know, we've discussed everything that happened in this episode and, you know, all season. So what's going to happen next? What do you see happening for season five of power? Um, so go ahead, Rich. Sorry about that. A bit of an issue on my end. Yeah, so season five, um, if I had to make a couple of guesses, these would be my guesses. I think, um, well, obviously with Tariq, we're going to dive deeper into how he deals with everything that has transpired so far this season. Um, and I believe that the question mark of is he Ghost Jr. or is he just the same Tariq that we all we all know, I believe that will be answered uh, relatively early on in the season. Um I do see Kanan eventually turning on Ghost and Tommy. And I find that because of the way that they have portrayed Tariq, that Tariq may be the one that actually ends up teaming up with them later on, uh, you know, or helping out in some, some capacity. Uh, because it maybe gets to a, a situation of desperate need. They need his assistance or they need someone else. And maybe he helps me. I don't know. Um, I think that Teresi. You know, obviously, up until this point, you know, he's been very cool with with Tommy being his son. He would probably let him do what he wants to do. But I do feel at some point, Teresi's going to want something in return. You know, they entered, they had this whole thing uh, this season where Ghost kept asking him, well, are you sure it's okay that you trust this guy? He said, yeah, I trust him. He's my father. I feel as though something's going to come of that because you don't introduce a conversation like that without it being revisited later on. So we'll see what happens with that also. I'm very curious to see what happens with uh, Proctor because he wasn't in this episode. We know that he still has that evidence. We know he's been talking to Angela on some occasions about some stuff. But I'm very curious to see what happens with that character because uh, I feel sooner or later that evidence is going to get found because he didn't get rid of it. Um, And a few other things. Uh, I do think that Angela is going to get back with Ghost. Now, before you ask why, listen, these characters are tied together for life. Uh, I feel like everything that has happened up until this point, it's going to happen. You saw how they were a little flirty in that last scene at the award ceremony, which made me think already, oh, Ghost, Ghost is already trying to get back with this chick. 
So that's probably going to happen at some point because, um, and, and, and how it happens, I can't really explain how it happens. I don't know how it's going to happen because the writers may do different things to make it happen, but I feel as though it probably is going to happen. But, um, that is a couple of my guesses. And, and as, and as for Dre, I feel like Dre is, I, I'll put, I'll put it this way. Dre is eventually going to get his. Uh, he is going to get taken out eventually, but I feel that he is going to take out one of those three before he gets taken out. And I was, I would not be surprised if he takes out 50 Cent. I know 50 Cent has another show that he's doing now with Fox. I don't know how, to what extent he's involved with that show. Um, but I do know that Fox or BET. Oh yeah. BET. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Hey, Fox, don't come after me. BET don't come after me either. Um, one or the other. I believe it's BET, but I don't. I know he has other projects he's working on, so I don't know to what extent he will be involved with season five. Um, but I do know that Courtney Kemp has said that she wants to make some really big moves next season. She keeps emphasizing that no character is safe, even though I feel that's BS to a certain extent because you're not going to kill Ghost unless it's the last episode of the show. Period, in my opinion. But I think that somebody is going to get killed, a much bigger character. I just don't know who it is. Uh, it could be 50 Cent. It could be Tommy. Even though I feel like Tommy's story is really just beginning now that he has the mob family. But I do think one way or another, somebody significant is going to get killed next season because you have to emphasize uh, that this is a changing of the guard. And to emphasize also the power that Dre has, somebody has to get killed. Uh, because that will let you know, you know, he took steps, baby steps this season with who he killed. But if he kills someone like Kanan, that's a major statement right there uh, because of the character and the fact that he is now aligned with Ghost and Tommy. So those are a couple of my guesses. Um, but uh, of course, I'm not an expert. I'm not writing the show, so I could be wrong. But either way, I'm looking forward to seeing what happens next season. Cool. That, that was definitely an interesting assessment there like <laughs> I, I like your predictions um so dana what's your predictions for for season five of power can y'all please stop killing off dre thank you uh dre will live stop, stop killing off angelo thank you i kill off people who who matter and angela doesn't matter <laughs> so I see this. Dre is not going to die. Yay. He is going to continue to be great and wonderful and continue to try to take over, you know, the game in the business. Kanan, I do see dying because, I'd l- let's just face it, I don't understand his purpose in the show. I don't understand his purpose, you know, just period. I don't understand the purpose of the Super Friends. I want Tommy to snap and just kill him. So that would be really grateful and, and, and wonderful thing to see. Because he needs to go um, I see Dre Struggling with himself Struggling with his family I see him wanting to be the great son To his broken family But at the same point the family is going to be Extremely broken They was broken to begin with but they're going to be even broken now So I do see him Trying to venture out and be a man For himself I see him taking care of himself I do see him having more respect for his father and for his mother, but at the end of the day, he will feel like he is alone in this situation. So he's going to do a lot of soul searching and probably do stupid things, but maybe try to redeem himself later on. Who knows? But I, 
think that this could, you know, be more showing of Dre and his story led Dre of Tariq and his storyline. Dre will continue to live and will, you know, continue being amazing and avoid being killed. I see um, Tasha trying to be, you know, the mother that she never was and it failing miserably because it's just too late. Yes, she does have a strong connection to her dead daughter because she went on that monologue about how she carried the, the child in her stomach and, you know, that feeling, that connection. But my thing is that if you never cared for her when she was alive, why care now that she's dead? Um, Tommy, I do see wanting to be more of, you know, his, his fault, wanting to know more about his father. And I do see this season being more about their background and their story and how everything is going to work together with them. Um, along with Angela, as I said, she's going to be one of those touched by the angel. I, I want to do right in this world and, and take care of Ghost and protect him. And maybe she might end up sacrificing her career and everything else for Ghost and to make sure that Tasha is protected. I do see that there's going to be an even more fallout behind this because at the end of the day meanwhile while Reyna is dead people are still being very bloodthirsty and they still want to know you know what's going on with the business and how they can take over so I see there being more of a, of a drug war going on so that is something to look forward to I think it might still be convoluted but hopefully the writers will get their act together which I seriously still doubt um, yeah, I do see it being a very fun and exciting season. Just hopefully they kill off a couple people and, and that would be great and wonderful. So yeah, that's, that's what I see. And also one big thing is I wonder how this is going to play out in the press because remember ghost didn't really want anything being a big, you know, press opportunity and a big spectacle, but, um, it kind of is, so I wonder how this is going to work out in the in the media situation. Mm-hmm. So, be interesting to see how that's portrayed, you know, because it's kind of tragic. Okay? You have a ghost who was accused of, you know, what I mean, he just went through prison, and how did the press portray that? And then now you have the loss of your daughter behind that. So it's it's, it's it'll be very interesting. Maybe you know, in the press, they'll be more positive towards him, which will probably end up. Making the case more frustrating. You know. So that should be interesting. Overall. Yeah. Yeah, great predictions from both you guys. Um, as for me, like I feel like there's a lot of questions that have gone unanswered, you know, um, at the end of season four. Uh we saw Tommy a few episodes ago. He went to Chicago and met with the Serbs And that went nowhere Because like now You know Dre is in charge of You know the drug game in New York and everything So I kind of feel like you know That They they wouldn't just add that You know um, Chicago trip in there For it to be a waste You know so I feel like We are going to see those characters again At some point so I, I think We might um, We might find out to what capacity we're going to see you know the serbs be a part of this storyline again because um i i don't think they would have you know had that happen if it didn't matter 
And then, you know, there's also the question of um, Lorenz Tate's character, right? And, uh, you know, last episode, we had that scene where he introduced Ghost to, you know, his man from the street or whatever. So I, I think we're going to see Tate fleshed out a lot more. And I feel like, you know, um, he might end up being a great advantage to Jamie and Tommy. Um, but I also feel like he's going to want a lot in return. So it's probably going to be some sort of proposition, you know, between the, you know, those guys and everything. And of course, we've also got Simon Stern in the background too. So he's probably going to be a part of this somehow as well. So, um, it's going to be interesting to see the dynamics there. Um, so yeah, of course, Dre is going to be the big antagonist now. Um, and, my question is like how long is dre really gonna survive like how long is he gonna be able to last against the forces of jamie tommy and kanan um four. like i don't what was that forever <laughs> no i mean it, it's i it's not it doesn't seem realistic like at some point they're gonna it's catch so up to him. Realistic. I, I know that, but it's like, how long can, like, they're in the same damn city. Like, at some point, these characters are gonna be face to face with each other. Um, yeah, there's I, only so long they can prolong it. Go ahead, Rich. Yeah, let, let me just say a few things really quickly. I, I I completely forgot about the characters you mentioned. Those were great, great predictions. But to take from what you said about Tate, let's also remember that Tate was there when both Ghost and Dre were talking about doing that development project. So I actually think that Tate is going to be working with Dre. And that will be how, you know, Dre remains, you know, still has power in terms of what he's doing with on that scene in in, in addition to the drug game. But to answer your question... But, you know, to, to answer your question in particular about um, how long can he last? Well, that's a good question. Um, I, you know, I, I think he'll be around for most of next season, you know, until the very end. You know, like like, like Dana said, you know, yeah, he can he can outlive the rest of them. But uh, this show is is named Power and about who has the power. And we already know, as I said before, while he made all these moves to get to where he's at. I, if I was him, I wouldn't necessarily trust everybody that you're working with now because you told these people what your plan was all along. You told Cristobal, yes, they underestimated me and they got what they deserved. So what's to say that they won't turn around and turn on him also in the end? You never know that. As long as he's making them money, obviously, everything is every, everything is cool. But at some point, they may w- want to cut him out of the picture. This is, how, this is what happens with this stuff. So... But I think he'll be around for a while. But as I as I mentioned earlier, I before he is taken out, I definitely think if if Power wants to make a statement about well, this is a character you don't want to mess with, he has to kill one of those three. Not ghost, not ghost, obviously. You know, yes. don't kill ghosts. No, oh no, oh no. Yes, yes, no. this is about power. This is about drug deals. This is about, you know, this is not about, you know, selling cookies on the corner. Yeah. Take see, him out. What gives him the right to live? What? See, see, see. Th- 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 this is what I will say about that. Ghost is the one that got him into that club scene. 
So I feel like it's a situation where, okay, the, the, the mentor now goes against the student. So uh, the end game, I would think, would be ghosts against him, uh, unless, of course, they decide to take it in, an, in another direction. So we'll see what happens. But I, I'm going to say what I've said in the past. If you take ghosts off this show, I guarantee you that viewership will go down because a lot of women watch this show to see this guy and to see a lot of the other people on the show. But a lot of women like this guy, this actor in particular. So I don't think they're going to take him off just like that. Unless, of course, Courtney Kemp decides to surprise everybody. And I would be surprised if she, if she did that. No, but, 50 Cent himself has advocated for people to stop watching Power. He has advocated for people to cancel their, their star subscription. <laughs> oh, he has. Okay. He is trolling. <laughs> no, 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 two more behind. No. <laughs> Go, go check out go check out his Instagram today. Like you'll see what's going on. Like he he, he was trolling when he said that. He, 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 he makes jokes, make a lot of jokes. He's terrible. He his jokes are about as good as his acting. <laughs> Yo, don't disrespect the god man. Yeah, so don't, don't don't disrespect the godfather. So you know, um, We'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, but I, yeah, yeah. I, l- like I said, I, he's definitely going to take out a major character because think about another thing. To go back to what you have already said, Gary, how you said how they introduce certain things in the season and then they don't revisit it. Well, I'm going to take it a step further, and, and I'm going to say, look at the fact that Ghost had a chance to kill Kanan and was unsuccessful in killing Kanan. So if Dre kills Kanan. What does that say about Dre? That says that he got more firepower than the ghosts, and he is a significant threat. So, I I, I think it, yeah, yeah, but I, I think I think if you really want to emphasize though, Dre is somebody you don't want to mess with. He, he needs to kill one of those three. It, it's no it, it's no doubt about that because then that will show you okay that this guy is is, is is serious. Now, if they decided to have him kill off two people, oh boy, that would be very interesting. Um, but. We'll see. Uh, yeah, I I do agree. Dre needs to catch some bodies to make him seem, you know, more of a threat. Um, so I I do agree. And of course, if you take those three, Tommy, um, Jamie, and Kanan, Kanan seems to be the most disposable of them, especially because you know he he was a bad guy before. So you know, um, he's he definitely seems like he, you know, it could be the one to go, but. Dre also has, you know, a relationship with Tariq. You know, he, like, he's built a bond with Tariq, and Tariq actually defended Dre in this season. Um, so I do see Dre playing that card, you know, of, of um, having that bond with Tariq. Like, that's something he can use to manipulate Jamie. Why um, not kill Tariq? Why not kill Tariq? Yeah, there you go. Yeah, no one cares yeah, about Kane. Tommy's crazy in his own. You guys are insistent that Ghost can't die. So if Kanan is disposable, I don't care if he's dead. Tommy, yes, that would completely change the dynamic and make uh, Jamie go more crazy and kill Dre. But that's less impactful if, say, Dre was to kill Tariq. Tariq yeah. has to go. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, that's, yeah. I think I definitely. Think it's a possibility, and okay. it would make up that terribly poorly shot, horribly executed death of Reina. 
<laughs> and hey, everyone well, wants to die anyway. Boom. Everyone's happy. Kill Tariq. So, so th- 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 just to throw on something real quick to what you say, yeah, you, you said the horribly shot death of Raina, and you guys said that there was no emotion. The only emotion came from the guy singing the song, the horrible song that we heard when she got shot. So, <laughs> that was such a bad scene. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah, um, and I think there's also one other important death that, you know, could happen from Dre. So, Dre has a lot of connections now, right? I don't think it's out of his realm to be able to pull a prison hit. And we know who's in prison right now, right? That's Tommy's father, Teresi. So, yeah. Oh, that would, oh, well, hey, listen, man, that would be devastating if he did that. Um, and, 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 and since you, since you did mention Dre, uh, one other thing that was said in this episode, Kanan still knows where, where his daughter's at. So uh, if I was oh, Dre, yeah. I would make sure, hey, you better get your kid out of the city because people can very easily know, oh, can they know where she's at? That right there is another issue too. So it's going to get more personal and more violent. That's what it sounds like. But, but here's what I'm going to about Teresi. Remember that they teased, I think, last episode or the episode before that, that there was some type of family secret that yeah. was beholden to? So I think that I don't really want him necessarily dead. I feel that his this, if they do kill Tommy, that Teresti would be somewhat responsible for getting a hit out on Dre and it being successful. And then we go yeah. into that dynamic why he was beholden to that secret. Uh huh. That secret is. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we have to see about that because that that secret's interesting. I, I don't know. I don't know what the secret is. Uh, I thought Tommy was a secret, so that's <laughs> we'll see. Go ahead, go go ahead, Gary. Yeah, that's why I thought I thought like the secret was about um what the mum revealed basically. But um yeah, I mean I, I just I don't see either Jamie or Tommy dying next season at all. So I think it's it's definitely gotta be some of these other side characters. Um I mean People might even get their wish, and maybe Angela goes at the end of you know season five. I mean, I don't want to see it happen. It's too but late for Angela. Like, do you actually will get the same satisfaction as Angela died right now than you would previously when she truly I, deserved it? I would never get satisfaction from that ever. Oh gosh! Well, I won't. So, 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 oh, Gary left. Oh, whoa, whoa, oh, oh, oh! I think she got cut <laughs> off. No, no, Gary. So, but, but a quick question. So, how how would you feel if they gave her a Omar death, where some random character that you don't know just comes in and shoots Angela while she's out at the at the store or something? Would you be angry about that? Uh, very angry. <laughs> I'd be just as angry as Dana is right now. <laughs> For sure. But yeah. Um. Okay, you're back. How you doing, Dana? Yep, sorry, my yeah. phone like was my whole internet was like boop. No, yes, that, I'm that, so- that that no that 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 was stars. They heard her complaining about the show. They said, "Hey, cut her connection right now." <laughs> sorry, city <laughs> still in the club. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna get my on in the club. So yeah, no, as I was saying, was that you know, Angela? I don't, I don't feel. 
I don't care right now. I don't want her dead. This, I mean, like, if you can do Katarik, I'm, I'm satisfied. But with Angela, it's just like, nada, no. And I think in some weird type of trolling way that they would never kill Angela just solely because the fans want her dead so much. I, I think that's Tariq. I think that's what they're doing, Tariq. To be honest. But, I yeah. think that they want Angela dead more than Tariq. They want Tariq to have nah, his time. They so. want Angela dead. Remember, the actress herself is getting like these death threats. Yeah, I want to slap some of these people who are sending those death threats. But, so, yeah, that's, that's, that's... And pure aggravation that she's going through, they'll keep her alive. So I'm cool with just Tariq dying. Like, Tommy can, like, Kanan has to go. Tommy can semi go. And Ghost can fully go. And Tariq, he can go as well. Mm-hmm. All right, yeah, so. Just uh, so I can end off with my predictions, um, I do think the, the the case of um, damn, what was his name again? Um, Greg's best friend Bailey. There you go, uh, the dude Bailey. I I think John is part of the team, John Mock. So I think he's gonna bring that up again. So I think you know we we're, we're, we're gonna see that come back and also Sax. I think he's going to continue pursuing the witness. So you're going to have a case on Tommy and a case against Jamie pending. Um, and, you know, with Angela at the top of the food chain there, you know, at the, um, at the federal, you know, office and everything, a lot of decisions are going to be put on her shoulders with, you know, how to go about things because she obviously still cares somewhat for Jamie and you know now she kind of has a bond with Tasha as well so um, you know her loyalties are going to be put to the test I think next season a lot so that's going to be interesting to see play out as well I think Um, and I can't remember what else I I forgot what else I was going to say regarding my prediction but yeah Um, so any final thoughts based on you know everything we've said so far uh, Dana, you seemed like you wanted to say something. No, I'm going to just say be better, do better, write better, and, and you'll have a better season. Actors, you know, put in that emotion. Even if it's like three episodes we get next season, put in that emotion. Okay. Um, yeah, I do want to point out, I said this off air before, but yeah, 50 Cent today, he said he, he kind of has like a new deal with stars and he's been given a lot of money and stuff. And he started, you know, being real positive about power again, because for the past few weeks, he's been promoting his BET show nonstop. But and, you know, he hardly mentioned power, but, you know, now he's got like a picture of him and like the head honcho at stars and everything and he said they negotiated some sort of new deal and everything like that so um, it's going to be interesting to see where that leads to and you know what that means for power specifically as well Um, he did mention his other shows that he's going to be having on stars as well but um, yeah I'm very I'm, I'm still excited even though this I feel like this season probably wasn't as strong as the last season I, I I'm still excited for the show um, I do want to say as well um, that I feel the uh, I feel the ending of last season was much more powerful than this one. Um, obviously, that was a huge cliffhanger with Jamie, you know, getting arrested by Angela and everything. Um, I I don't think they could top that, you know, at all. But 
I still feel like this one could have been handled a lot better um, to where it could have been somewhat a big deal. But I, I just feel like, you know, they, they didn't have the time or they didn't plan it well enough. Um, they didn't execute it well enough. But I'm still excited for season five regardless. Uh, Richard, you got any final words? Yeah, I would say that uh, I definitely agree with what you said about the season three finale being stronger. Uh, I, I think the season was okay. It definitely had some moments that were great. Other stuff, maybe not so much. Uh, one one thing I would say is that with season five, now that you know Fifty Cent has worked out this new deal, now that the writers have more episodes to work with, I hope they take their time and do not rush any of the storytelling because uh, you don't want to you, you don't want to have, try to have this excuse again for next season. Now you have time to craft this thing and make it what you want to make it. So work with what you have and do the best that you can. That's all. Is it going to be perfect? Absolutely not, because there's no such thing as a perfect show, although some would argue that fact. But yeah, just looking forward to seeing what they do with season five. And uh, yeah, still a fan, still will be watching. So looking forward to talking more about season five when it debuts in 2018. Yeah, and of course we will be here to cover it. You know, um, you know whether we get media access or not, we're definitely going to be here covering season five whenever that goes down. Oh, one thing as well, uh, Fifty did say that he's going to try and get the show back earlier too. So I don't know what that means, and I do want to point out that I think he said that before, and we still had to wait. You know, basically the same amount of time. So <laughs> who knows? <laughs> Who knows what that means? But yeah, we, we will be here, you know, covering the show for sure next year. Um, and we look forward to seeing the same faces in the comments again. Um, you know, we love chopping up with you guys and discussing the show in detail. We, we really appreciate the comments you guys leave us. And we're looking forward to, you know, what you're going to say on this particular episode as well and what you think about, you know, season five and everything like that. So. Do leave your comments. We're really looking forward to them. And, you know, if you get the chance, check out some of the other shows we have on the site. If you are interested, you know, we're not forcing you, of course. But, um, yeah, it's been great, man. It's been, I've really enjoyed covering Power this year, you know, with you guys. And, you know, I like that Dana's joined us again now as well. So, um, you know, shouts to both of you, Richard and Dana. Thank you. What was that, Dana? <laughs> I like that too. I like that I joined you guys too. Yeah, always good to have you. But yeah, um, that's it for us for the for this year. So um, you know, we'll be here next year. But thanks for listening, everyone, and you know, we appreciate all the comments, all the you know, all the love and attention that you guys have given us this season. Um, and good luck to the team of stars and thank you for delivering you know this amazing show Uh, but that's it for now peace out peace out